All right. Welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. We're going to jump into this one. And before we do, fair warning, this one's going to be a little bit different. This one's going to be a little bit. I had a show planned for today and some shit went down over Twitter. So I'm going to take a quick right hand turn. But I am still going to talk about at least one of the topics. But before I jump into into today, uh, a little asterisk, a little bit of a disclaimer. Gang, there are certain words that just I, I don't readily reach for. I either find them gross or I find them grossly disrespectful. Uh, today, I'm going to kind of break that mold a little bit. And one of the words I very rarely ever use is the word bitch. I do not like the word bitch. I find the word bitch to be incredibly disrespectful. But today, I want to talk about some bitches because some people have earned that fucking title first one up marjorie taylor fuck face fuck me fuck you fuck your mama fuck everyone who voted for her jewish space laser i believe white men are the real victims green gang i will never uh, this is a systemic failure this is your fault this is your mama's fault this is your father's fault This is my fault. This is my next door neighbor's fault. How in the fuck is this lunatic uh, an actual topic of relevant conversation? She is not okay by any stretch of the imagination. Now, for those of you that are around my age, you remember those public service announcements when we were kids, right? And tell me I am lying. Her monkey ass was the face you saw at the end of the PSA that said, and only bad things happen when you get in the back of the van. She is a predator of all fucking kinds. And I'm serious when I tell you, I do not understand. And this is why I really think her being elected is a systemic failure. Again, gang, I I am not the brightest person you will ever meet. And if you saw my resume and had to decide on whether you're going to vote for me, you'd say no. Are you fucking kidding me? That guy should be fixing coffee machines. That's why I sweat for a living. Enough people. Yeah, I know she ran uh, unopposed, blah, blah, blah. Hashtag, I don't give a fuck. When you look up Marjorie Taylor fuckface green because she's the only person On the ballot, here's your only option. You abstain. Either that or you literally write in Mickey fucking Mouse or Donald Duck. I'm looking in my backyard right now. And out there somewhere, there's a pile of shit that either Bubba or Papa laid just this morning. That pile of dung is infinitely more qualified to hold a congressperson seat then Marjorie Taylor, fuck face green, tell me I'm wrong. Well, this morning I saw that moron, uh, that video of her as she's addressing Congress. And again, it, it hurts my fucking feelings. And I'm about to get into the meat of me trashing this bitch. But gang, the one thing that I, I think I can speak for all my Negro brothers and sisters out there. Last year, again, I would have... Again, it it really hurts to even fucking talk about this. I would have never thought that three simple fucking words, Black Lives Matter, would separate this country the way it did. I don't know if y'all know this. I happen to be in ownership of one. And yeah, I kind of think my life, I'm really getting chills over here. You guys remember how much we fought over three simple words? I mean, fuck me. 
And again, it, it's Black Lives Matter has splintered and gone into different directions. Yes, the, one of the founders, you know, gaffled people for money. Now she's buying up L.A. properties. Fine, I don't give a shit. And I said this over Twitter last year when people were starting to rag it. This is a civil rights movement. And again, it's easy to jerk off Martin Luther King and everyone now. But here's the thing, gang. Every No civil rights movement has a leader. Right? The, the, the civil rights marches were not Martin Luther King LLC. They weren't. He was out front. He was visible. He was a prominent member of the civil rights movement but it was not his movement. Do you know how easy it is? Because they loved showing people in BLM t-shirts wrecking shop. There's no membership requirement, gang. If you have an internet connection and a valid credit card, do you have any idea how easy it is to order 30 BLM t-shirts? I mean, seriously. But again, it, it really hurts because then you got fuckers, and she's not the only one. I had people at work tell me this. And again, one day I will burn down my place of work. Hashtag don't take me seriously. Because one of you fuckers are going to go report me. Go fuck yourself. But people at work were telling me, oh, it's a terrorist organization. It was the new, it's worse than the KKK. Okay, if you can say that, first and foremost, go fuck yourself. Are you fucking kidding me? You know what's worse than the KKK? Nothing. It's like the assholes who sat there and complained about lockdown. They'd be like, oh, this is just like slavery. Hey, fuckface, you literally just ordered a $17 kale smoothie with almond milk because your monkey ass is lactose intolerant. That's not slavery. And nothing compares to the KKK because the KKK is sitting on some bullshit. But Marjorie Taylor fuckface green got up there and read her little prepared statement talking about, you know, let's turn our attention to the evil socialist group, terrorist organization, Black Lives Matter. Someone tell me how that stinking ass bitch was not picked up by the nap of her neck and the seat of her pants and thrown out on the streets. How does this person have a microphone? And if you ride with her, please unsubscribe. I do not want your fucking audience. You are slime to me. But here's the thing about fuckface Marjorie Taylor racist fuckface green. The meat of her topic was talking about how the insurrectionist traitorous bastards were being abused in prison. Gang, here's the bottom line. If you were just a knuckle down, the job description of a sitting congressperson. It would basically just down to its lowest common denominator. You would say something along the lines of, this person's going to work hard for the betterment of the United States citizens. Nowhere in that fucking job description should be defending American traitors. And that's what this stinking ass bitch is doing. And here's the thing. First and foremost, I feel my blood pressure going higher. And when my blood pressure gets higher, you know what time it is. Hold on. Shit. Gin and truth and fucking hatred. Let's go. Shit. She said that the insurrectionists were being abused in prison. I said this yesterday and I've said this before. When you don't know what oppression is, you have to make shit up. And what you make up is normally so full of shit, it is laughable. Do we hear something? That's the Bubs. Bubba's making noise back there, gang. Hashtag I love the Bubba. And so do you. But she's got to make shit up. Because here's the thing. Do you want to know what actual abuse in prison looks like? Here's an example. How many of you guys have seen the Kayleaf Browder documentary on Netflix? If you haven't, let Uncle Bobby give you a hint. Bring a fucking beach towel. Because your Kleenex won't do the job. You will cry from beginning to fucking end and five days after. So if you don't know about Kayleaf Browder, let me give you the quick story. Kayleaf Browder was a 17-year-old New Yorker. Kayleaf Browder was accused 
of stealing a backpack. Now, what was in that backpack? $17 trillion? No. The secret to life? No. The new codes? No. The fucking New uh, New Orleans Saints playbook? No. He was accused of stealing a backpack. He went to Rikers fucking Island. Gang, stealing a backpack, let's say that boy is stone cold guilty. Stealing a backpack is a, it's a situation. It's a situation that a principal in high school should have to deal with. That is not a crime. You want to talk about you back the blue Marjorie Taylor fuckface green? Because she said that in her speech. Why don't you back the fucking blue by not wasting their time calling the cops that a kid stole a backpack? But on the accusation that he went and stole a backpack, this 17-year-old boy with no criminal priors, he was a good kid. He went to Rikers Island. You know what happened in Rikers Island? He spent the overwhelming majority of his time in the hole. Now, this is the part that killed me, gang. This is the part that fucking killed me. So when you do your prison intake, you you get the full medical workup, including a mental health evaluation. Kaylee Browder had no diagnosed mental illness. Now, the other prisoners that were doing the interviews to help out with this documentary, there's a phenomenon known as the pop. Now, the pop is when you spend enough time in solitary confinement, the person with no uh, mental illness, pop. There goes their sanity. You'll never guess what happened to Kaylee Browder. He could never get what happened to him behind him. That young man took his life. Right? And one of the main parts about that was how fucked up the bail system was. Do you know what the difference between life and death for Kaylee Browder was? 300 bucks. His family was so poor, they could not scrape together $300 so he can get out of jail. That was the cost. That was the price on that boy's life. Fuckface Marjorie Taylor, fuckface racist, America first caucus racist ass thinks the insurrectionists are actually suffering abuse. That crazy bitch doesn't know what abuse is. Now, y'all remember Beaver Pelt Boy? The shaman? The guy was shirtless and his chest was covered uh, with red, white, and blue paint. Vikings hat. Remember that fucker? Yeah, let me tell you what abuse is not. Now, he went to jail. His mother, oh my fucking God, this bitch, she turned into Optimus Prime. Autobots, transform and roll out. This bitch completely transmogrified into the ultimate Karen. This bitch had to talk to the manager. She complained that her son was not being fed organic food in prison. Now he's tough enough to storm the fucking Bastille, but apparently if his vegetables come from a can, he gets a little stomach ache. You'll never guess what the end result was. He got his fucking organic vegetables. That is not abuse. That is not abuse at fucking all. Right? Again, there were hundreds of arrests during the BLM protest. There were less than 50 arrests for January the 6th. And Marjorie Taylor, fuckface green. Again, you would think if your job description is to fight for the betterment, of America. One of the first things you would do is look at January the 6th and call every single person involved a fucking asshole. Instead, she goes to bat for them and she demonizes BLM. So again, for all you assholes who want to sit out and, you know, name one law, name one law that's racist, shut the fuck up. This country was founded on the backs of blacks and browns and natives and everyone but the white people who stole the culture. You think I'm bullshitting? Go look up what the America First Caucus stands for. Anglo-Saxon conservative values.
Now, they don't come right out and tell you they're the fucking Ku Klux Klan. Hashtag, that's pretty close. So again, this person, some way, somehow, has a national audience. Gang, if you are not scared, then I do not know what will fucking move you. But I'm about to jump into kind of the meat of today as I'm sitting here talking about a word that I never use, but some people, god damn it, there's an exception to every rule. Marjorie Taylor Greene. That's a bitch. And because I called her a bitch, hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth and moving on. Let's go. All right. So again, today's show is going to look a little bit different. But my main man, Peter, he got back on Twitter. And every time he gets on, he always puts out great shit. So I was following uh, what he was uh, going for. Someone that he was communicating with, I couldn't see. I was like, oh, let's see who blocked me now. And so I scroll through the thread and turns out, I'm not going to say the person's name, but uh, it's someone that I muted. And I was like, ah, it's been a while. So I unmuted it and God damn it, I'm sorry I did. <laughs> but now I remember why I muted this fucking person. And so me and this person, we go back a little bit. She was one of the first Christians I met. And I'm going to be honest with y'all. She, we never had a crossword for each other. That's why I'm not going to say her name. If y'all saw the thread, you know who she is. I'm not going to throw her under the bus. I, I've never said anything mean to her. She's never kind of said anything mean to me. Uh, we got into some textual relations. In other words, we started DMing, shared some personal information. She showed me what she did for a living. I was like, wow, you're kind of talented. She was nice to me. She really was. Well, gang, I always call Twitter the battlefield. Everything not DM to me is the battlefield, especially when you see some of the back and forth between Christians and atheists. And the person I talked to in DM was not the person I saw in the battlefield because this is what would happen. I would see her, and then there was another Christian lady. It was like Kitty Kate or Kitty Cat, whatever the fuck. She may have earned the title bitch today as well, too. But they would, I would see them double team an atheist trying to, you know, you know, hey, Jesus loves you. And you know, don't you want to spend a lifetime in heaven and everything else? And after about 10 minutes on this thread, the atheists were like, yo, you know, I'm just going to tap out. Yeah, I'm not picking up what you're putting down. You're, all you've done is assert that you're telling me that virgins can get pregnant and snakes can talk. And when I ask you for evidence, all you do is quote like Deuteronomy, right? You, you can't quote the Bible to atheists. You might as well it, quote spider-man comics it, it, this isn't working that that to me is pretty legit now this christian that i had textual relations and the other one kitty whatever the fuck her name is gang they switched on a fucking dime when they realized they weren't going to be able to close the cell they both went in on this fucking atheist and it went a little something like this I, I can't wait till you die. I, I can't wait till my God tortures you. You're not going to be so tough then. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wish I could watch. I wish I could watch. My God's going to torture you so bad. And I'd be like, yo, what, what kind of gangster shit is this? That, that That's and it. The first time I saw it, I thought it was almost a joke. Then it happened to a second and a third and a fourth. Every time these ladies did not close the cell. They, they started gloating. And I remember I actually DM'd her. I was like, it's just kind of gross. It's like one day we're all going to die. That, that just, that is a fact. And if every day is like, I can't wait till you die. I know it's going to happen. I, ooh, I, I can't wait till you fucking stop breathing. What kind of asshole would I be? That's not gloating. That's just being ugly. And let's say they're right. Hashtag they're not. But let's say they're right and their 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 mythology is true and that there's some eternal torment pit, whatever bullshit. You're really going to celebrate that someone gets to experience that you're going to gloat. And I just found it fucking disgusting. And this kept going until finally they did it to me. Now, gang, I have a very short list on why it is I will mute or while I will block. Right, I've had people who just cannot make a point without calling me a nigger. You get the block for that. I don't have time to waste. Right? Then there's the people. I've been very open. And again, hashtag who knew? Apparently, 
250,000 concussions isn't good for brain growth. So I've had some struggles. And yes, I'm very open about my suicide attempts. Excuse me. I'm not proud, but I'm not ashamed. It is what it is, like my dad always says. I've been in conversations back and forth with Christians who have straight up told me when they realized they couldn't get the sale. Ah, Too bad you didn't succeed in your last suicide attempt block. Hey, Christians, where your fuck? Where's the love? <laughs> right? Thanks a lot. And this person, I'm muted because I'm just like, yo, if all you got for me are empty threats, then I'm just not interested. You're, you're not making a point. Right? So I moved on from this person. But the, Peter was talking to her because they were talking about fuckface Stephanie J. Thomason. Now, some of you know who that is, and I'm about to dig off in her ass. And I remember, and I may have to dig off on this person's ass too, but I remember doing a coffee talk on SJ's, if y'all familiar with her coffee talk series, hashtag that was some bullshit. And I was talking and the host, the co-host was Craig Reed. No, we are not related. And I was trying to make a point and y'all know how Craig Reed gets. He likes to pile talking point on top of talking point and to get you to shut up. He just rapid fires the word period, right? Period, period, period. But like, all right, fuck me. Apparently it's important. You talk shit. And he was accusing me of acting like Peter. Because I was trying, because one thing that Peter is great at, and that's what I was trying to get across to Craig and Stephanie. When I ask you what time is it, and your response is, I like peanut butter. I'm like, okay, let's get back on track. And we're going to talk about what time it is. And that's what was going on on SJ's channel. And he was like, don't be like Peter. Don't be like Peter. Don't be like Peter. I was like, dude, we're veering off a fucking track. I'm trying to control this conversation. Because right now we're going to talk about 9,000 things, not the topic. And that's what Peter was doing today to this person, right? She was going, you know, left and right, left and right. And Peter was trying to pull her back center, right? He was like, yo, well, prove this. Well, she wouldn't prove that, but she went off on another topic. He was doing what Peter does, right? Peter's very direct. When he wants to talk about a topic, we're going to stay on topic, right? Fuck me. And so this person just wasn't having a good time. And it was about SJ. Now, one thing I've learned about Christians, and here's a loyalty that I just do not have. And I've said it before. Pick whatever club I am a part of, right? Cajun, apparently not anymore. Creole, (laughs) Sigma. Texas Longhorn football player, atheist. There is no club that trumps my sense of right and wrong. And I don't care if we have the same title. If you fuck up, you fuck up. And if you fuck up that bad, you're dead to me. There is no loyalty, right? If one of my Longhorn brothers, you know, fucking, and I knock it on wood, even though I don't believe in luck, it's like, hey, Bobby Reed, oh man, I accidentally had sex with a 16-year-old girl. Protect me. It's like, no, you raped a 16-year-old girl, and I'm calling the cops. The only courtesy I'm giving you is you have until my finger hits that last one on the phone call before the cops come. You better start running, right? You got nothing. I got no loyalty. And this lady was defending a fellow Christian under any circumstances. And I've noticed that, at least with some of the Twitter Christians. Not Lady L, not my sister. Fuck that and fuck you and fuck me. I wish she was a part of this conversation, Jack. I've seen her pull the rectum out of other Christians. If you fuck up, she doesn't give a... She's called me out, and I love her. But she has called me on the phone before and said, that was fucked up. We're the same person. We are loyal to what is right. And this Christian was defending SJ. And let me tell you something, gang. There is no defending SJ at all whatsoever. Now, here's my little travels with one Stephanie fuckface Thomason. And gang, believe it or not, it does not bring me pleasure to give her the title of fuckface. But one, she has earned it. And two, in my opinion, and I think some of y'all who have followed her bullshit, you, you will agree. Stephanie isn't just a Christian. She isn't just an apologist. I can deal with apologists. They're annoying, but you can deal with that, right? Because what's kind of the standard thing, right? Oh, how do you think you got here? I was like, oh, my dad fucked my mom. I'm assuming that's how you got here, right? Did you hatch from an egg? And then they'll do the whole, oh, where they come from and where they come from. It's like, shut the fuck up. 
If you're just going to do that infinite regress bullshit, can we just skip to the point where I say I don't know how it all began? The only difference is I'll admit that I don't know, and you're going to assert some bullshit. And if, if it was just Stephanie's a Christian, if it was just she was an apologist, I wouldn't care. But Stephanie is lethal. Her lies literally end lives. That is why I don't like her. And that's why I blocked her. I, I don't know if Stephanie ever blocked me, and I don't give a shit. I, I finally learned what the term gaslighting was. And, I, and then I realized that's what she was doing to me on a certain topic. I was like, oh, I'm blocked. And she was a, she's a waste of time. But it started out, Stephanie is your classic abuser. Gang, again, I've seen this a million times. More times than there, very rarely, gang, does an abuser just come up and kick you in between your legs and slap you across your face. They are normally the nicest, most charming. They're going to fuck your brains out. They're going to give you jewelry that you can't pronounce to fuck. They're fucking phenomenal. Then they're just going to slow drip the bullshit poison in. Next thing you know, you haven't seen your mother and your father in two years. You begin and end every sentence with, you know, well, let's say your spouse's name is John. Well, John says, that's how it starts. And that's how it ends. Stephanie started out my best friend gang. I still have her phone number. And if she hears this, she'll say that Robert Reed's threatening to shut the fuck up, Stephanie. I still have your fucking number and I haven't given it to a soul. And in my phone, if she were to call or text right now, you would see the word apologist come on my phone. That's how she's listed. She called me on the way home from the airport once. I guess she was on a business trip or some shit. And she wanted to save my soul. I was like, all right, this is going to be fun. And I still remember she was driving and I was in this very kitchen cooking. And gang, I, I didn't say it, but I was thinking it. I was like, this lady is so stupid. She makes me sound smart. Do you know how difficult that is? Because when you open up, I know an apologist is not built for this or on my same level, when you start it out with some bullshit-ass argument like, you can't prove that God doesn't exist. Okay, you know what? If you're just going to play that game, and as soon as you can prove that Thor doesn't exist in Oshun, then we'll have this fucking talk. But y'all know Stephanie's ace card, her high joker. It's always, why were the apostles so brave? My response was, I don't give a shit. I don't care if they were sniveling cowards. I don't care if half of them were trans. I don't care if half of them were actually blonde-haired, blue-eyed white guys that the Bible made them out to be. Hashtag they weren't. Yeah, I don't care about their personality traits. You still have to prove to me that Jesus had superpowers. And the entire conversation was literally one logical fallacy after a fucking another. It was all debunked talking points one after a fucking another. And that was my first comment. And I was like, let's keep going. Shit, this is almost kind of fun. Again, she was making me feel like I was magnum cum laude. And I was like, is this really all you got? But she eventually got home and she had to get off the phone. She was like, you know what? I'll call you later. Hashtag she never did. And I'm fine with that. But gang, I'm looking at the clock and I'm pressing on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill? Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. Actually, it's hot as fuck. This ice has melted really fast. I'm going to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'm going to come back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. And Truth. Let's go. Gang, before I continue digging off in SJ's ass, my emotional support system and my brother from another mother, Simon, they both just sent me some shit at the exact same time. Gang, the great news is I don't have to worry about my next show topic. I, I did not think I could dislike Greg Abbott any fucking more. 
But something like this motherfucker, I mean, don't worry, I'll, I'll get into it. But you know what? We'll save it. But hashtag, I don't like Greg Abbott. Uh, what is this? Yeah, sign one of the most extreme abortion bans ever. I don't know if it, how it can get any fucking worse. But back to fuckface Stephanie Thomason. All right. So she started out my friend, right? And again, she had my monkey ass up here biting on, on her bullshit. Right? And I, she, you know, how she was being targeted by the mean, ugly atheist. Oh, Robert, look, I'm such a victim. And then my monkey ass would be out there like an asshole defending her. Like, oh, guys, don't, oh, don't, don't do it. Don't, she's so nice. Don't, don't attack Stephanie. And he's like, oh, Robert, look, see that they're exposing, you know, where I work. And oh, guys, don't, don't dock Stephanie. Like, Robert Reed, shut the fuck up. And this is when I was first starting to meet. Peter and I think Florida Line was in on this hashtag. Don't fuck with a Florida Line. Again, I'm gonna get into it, but it's like I, it's Stephanie's one of those people. Like I don't think you quite understand how the internet works. Every time either I or anyone else has fronted SJ, and she's I don't remember saying that. Oh my god! And I've called her the world's greatest detective. Florida Line goes back and prints exactly what Stephanie fucking said, but. It's when I was in my, you know, Captain Save-A-Hole mode and I'm still defending, you know, fuckface Stephanie Thomason. And Peter was like, I don't think you quite understand who you are calling your friend here. She is not a good person. Right. And I was telling him, oh, no, she's just, oh, she's just misunderstood. Like, no. And then I remember being on a thread or seeing a thread. I, I'm trying to remember because it was so long ago and she's done so much fucked up ass shit. Y'all remember fuckface Dean Esme? Right, Max Colby, that sack of shit. Well, she was, uh, I didn't know, but she was in bed with that fucker. Right? And Peter's like, yo, how about this? Here's some uh, back and forth between you and uh, Stephanie and this asshole. And God, what was, how did I meet fucking Dean fucking his man? Oh, I went on his show. I, you know why? I still remember why. This fucker turned around. And I think, it, I actually think he, called Lilith, hashtag, this is a bad idea, asshole. He, I think something along the like, you stupid bitch, or something like that. And I was like, oh, you fucked up. And so, and I then I saw all this shit, all these videos, like, if you know an atheist and you, you work with one, fire him. If your kid's an atheist, kick him out of the house. I, I mean, he's like, what, escaping atheism and all this other bullshit. And so I got on his show, because I was like, okay, you know I'm an atheist, right? Yeah, okay. I went on his show to see exactly how hard he was going to go in on me. Because he had just hit Lilith and was like, you stupid bitch. And I was like, okay, here's an atheist right smack dab in your fucking face. You know what he did? He jerked me off for a fucking hour and a half. I In the pregame, you're like, oh, you're totally cool. This is going to be fun. Fun? You spend a you, Twitter career trashing so much, in fact, he can't get back on Twitter. I know he's got some aliases out there, but this dude's a fucking asshole. And like my mom used to say, right? If I get, when you lay down with dogs, your monkey ass gets up with fleas. And that's all she does is surround herself with the nastiest junkyard dogs available. But I, the, the big part with Dean and SJ was Peter showed me this quote. And he was getting frustrated with an atheist. And he says something along the lines of, don't ever fucking talk to me like that, you fucking nigger. Okay, now I got an issue. And so I was like, I was, gang, believe it or not, I was still in Captain Save-A-Hole mode. And I was like, oh, maybe Esha just doesn't know. And so I forwarded that tweet to her via DM. I was like, yo, friend, I just think maybe you should like to know that this person that you're in bed with has zero problems calling people niggers. And I was like, yo, I'm trying to save her reputation, right? And I was like, you know, maybe you want to go out there and put out a retraction. She initially told me, Robert, you don't get to tell me who I can associate with on Twitter. Now, my dumb ass is, oh, she's still my friend. And so I was like, no, really. I Look, he, he called someone a nigger. I think you should put out a retraction. Separate yourself from this person. 
So what did she do? Her monkey ass got out there and said something along the lines of, hey, everybody, you know, this is SJ. And if it's not too much to ask, uh, don't call black people niggers. And it was the most bland, <coughs> mayonnaise-filled retraction ever. So I immediately got on that thread and I was like, that's for you, Dean. And then I hit her monkey ass back up on DM. And I was like, what kind of bullshit was that? And she went back to telling me how I can't dictate who she can and can't talk to on Twitter. So I checked myself. I was like, you know what? You're right. I can't. And so I turned it around. I was like, well, what if that was your son? And of course, I got the same bullshit. Oh, Robert, my son would never call black people niggers. And you know what? Everyone who caught their son saying nigger said the exact same fucking thing. So I wouldn't let it go. I was like, yo, seriously, what would you do if your sons were calling black people niggers? Do you know what she said? Oh, Robert, that would be completely unacceptable. I, I would take away his iPad. And I was like, okay, maybe for that generation. But uh, if my mom would have caught me calling a, black, a Mexican person a wet back or a Chinese person a chink, she would have beat my monkey ass within an inch of my life. And I don't know if this is just kind of newfangled parenting or maybe taking an iPad away is the same as whipping somebody's ass. But I was like, okay, you'll take his iPad away. But she never distanced herself from Dean Ismay. Defended him. Every fucking chance she got. And the great part about that is, I, and this is Stephanie. What she puts on you, you eventually get to put on her. She is grade A fucking projection. Because she was trying to do that when I, she realized that I was in bed with Peter. Right? It was like, and, and like I told you, when I block, if you call me a nigger, we're just done. I, there's no drama. There's no big windup. Next thing you know, you just don't get to see what I put out. There's no warning shot, gang. Right? Stephanie loves the drama. And y'all know how she does it. She gives you 500 warnings. And she hit, and, and she did it to me literally like four times. It's like, Robert, you're getting really close to Peter and, you know, he's a really bad person and I, I don't want to do it. And, you know, if you keep, you know, talking to people, I'm like, what, what's your fucking point? What do you want? I, I'm, I don't want to have to do it, Robert, but I'm, I'm going to block you if you keep talking to Peter. And I was like, hey, you know what? You don't get to tell me who I get to associate with on Twitter. You remember? Right? And, and by the third time, I was like, you know what? If you're feeling froggy, then jump. I can't stop you. Hit the block button, bitch. Go ahead. She never did. Again, it's just what she, it was her looking for attention. Now, let me jump right into this game because y'all know I can go on forever. But before I go on forever, hold on. You know what time it is. Shit. Jen and truth. Let's go. Gang, the one that got me the worst. And then again, there, I could probably do five shows on SJ. We all could. And still not get through half the bullshit. But the one that got me the worst, gang, is because it affects me. Suicide. Right? Y'all remember that tweet she put out? Christianity cures depression. How fast did we all jump on her ass for that? Again, this isn't Christianity. This isn't Christian apologetics. This is someone putting out lethal fucking information. And I hit her up because we were still friends at the time. I was like, hey, friend, this is a really fucked up ass tweet, right? This is no different. And one of her defenses was, I didn't tell anyone to not seek, you know, Western medicine help or whatever the fuck. And it's like telling someone orange juice cures cancer. Then that person drinks nothing but orange juice and ignores what the doctor says and dies. And your defense was, well, I didn't tell them to not go to an actual oncologist. And I told her, this is lethal information. Because here's the thing, gang. For those of us that have fought this demon called fucking depression and suicidal ideation and suicidal attempts, when you're in the depth of that shit, you don't know which way is up. Every single second counts 
I, one of my last episodes of rapid cycling, and again, I think I've explained it before. If you know what it is, look it up. Just know that rapid cycling is exhausting, emotionally exhausting. And I remember my last big episode before I got really doped up on all these fucking drugs they put me on. At Let's just say the conversation, I, I first called my shrink. She was like, Chris, this sounds like rapid cycling. Get off the phone with me right now and call your psychiatrist, my doctor. He was like, this is definitely rapid cycling. Gang, if that phone call started at 12 o'clock, I was laughing my monkey ass off. At 12.03, I was crying. I mean, sobbing, crying. And I remember telling him, I can't, I don't have another one of these swings in me. I don't. I, 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 I lie to you not. I do. I know I would not be here. If I had not made that fucking phone call. And so what she doesn't understand, when you put information like that out, when you are desperate, when you are struggling, when you are hurting, you can't control what comes to the top. And when that person at 12 o'clock is thinking about doing something that I can't take back. And at 1201, the first thing that comes in their head is, hey, maybe I should pray to Jesus. Let me tell you something, gang. Jesus isn't going to fucking answer the phone. Stop fucking around with mental health. Go see a fucking doctor. And I told her this. I even gave her my own little personal testimony on the story. And you know what she said? Oh, Robert, I'm so sorry. That bitch never took back the tweet. And not only that, for those of us that have interacted with her, what did she say? She said, I never said that. Then what happens? Florida line has to fucking put her out there and show her, yes, you did. And then she'll do what she always says, and that no one is more targeted on Twitter than I am. I'm the biggest victim. Stephanie Thomason, shut the fuck up. I'm serious, gang. Quick right-hand turn. Like I said, if your Jesus makes you a better person, I don't give a shit. And Bubba needs to go outside. Hashtag episode mood killer. God damn it, Bubba. Come on. Watch. His monkey ass won't even go outside. And what did I tell you? God damn it, Bubba. Maybe he just knew I was getting serious. But back to suicide. Gang, I cannot be more serious. If your Jesus makes you help a little old lady across the street versus run her over, great. But if your Jesus is one one millionth of what y'all say he is, he wants you to seek medical help to solve medical problems. And that's exactly what mental health is. This is the gambler's fallacy, gang. Right? If I tell you after I come home from Vegas and I show you I got a million dollars here, you're going to say, Robert, you got big balls. Or at least in my case, big ball. I'm a uniballer. But if I leave out the information that I had to drop $5 million to get it, that's a net loss of $4 million. If all I'm going to do is talk to you about my gains but none of my losses, I'm essentially lying to you. What they do is, it's like they do with homosexuality, right? They'll sit there and they will put out the quote-unquote success stories, hashtag they're lying, right? Oh, this person prayed to God, they're no longer gay. What they don't show you is the fight, because you know why? Suicide victims don't self-report. What they don't show you are all the gay people who took their lives because they couldn't ungay themselves via fucking prayer. I've seen those testimonies before where someone would tell you, oh, I used to take two dozen mental health pills. I was in therapy 500 days a week. I prayed to Jesus one time. I don't need mental health pills anymore. Well, here's the thing. I'm not going to debate that person. You do you. It's just that when they put that bullshit out as the lead horse, now I have to shoot that horse down. Because again, for people who tried to pray their mental illness away and they didn't survive, those fuckers don't self-report, Stephanie. That's why your fucking quote was lethal. Right? And, and she has this long list of not just saying shit like that, but shit that's just fucking ugly. Now, I, I was still following her on Twitter when she made the big announcement that she was no longer a Democrat. She's a Republican. Now, what's one of the cornerstones 
of being a Republican, a conservative, right? Oh, we back the blue. We back the blow. We love the vets. We love the vets. No, you don't. You just love fucking saying that you do. Now, some of y'all know who I'm talking about. I'm not saying any names. But uh, one of our, I don't, I haven't seen this person on Twitter in a while. I hope she's okay. Uh, someone lost their husband, a former vet, right? Stephanie straight up said, your husband's in hell right now being tortured forever. What kind of raggedy shit is that? You stinking ass bitch. Is that what your Jesus is about? And you wonder why you're not raking in the fucking conversions. You're a horrible person. Who says that? Gang, y'all have seen me on Twitter break my ex-wife's balls a million times. If I ever got the call to, and she told me that her father passed or someone like that, the first thing I'm going to say is, I am so sorry for your loss. Is there anything I can do? Hashtag, I'm going to uh, send a casserole. I, I, me and my ex-wife are not friends at all whatsoever. But my mama taught me better. And if I were to find out something tragic happened, I'm going to say I'm so sorry. I don't care. I do not care if this man was an atheist. I do not care. She should not care. It's the first thing you put out on social media, not even over a phone call, is to tell the widow he's burning in hell right now. Stephanie, you're a bitch. And this is when she'll say, I didn't say that. Then fucking Florida line pulls the shit out and we make her look like a fucking asshole. Y'all remember when she said atheists make for worse parents and then she started quoting a whole bunch of bullshit? Atheists have a higher rate of suicide. I remember when she pulled that shit out of her asshole when I was on her show. And that's something I just didn't let go. Because my first question was, What's your definition of an atheist? Right? I mean, and I know she doesn't like it, and I don't care, but she fits it. And someone tag in fucking Steve McRae so he can jerk off all over this too. I don't want to hear it. But I told her, you're an atheist too, Stephanie. No, I'm not an atheist. Shut the fuck up. Do you believe in Zeus? Poseidon? You don't even believe in Allah, which essentially is the same God that you worship. You're an atheist too. So how are you counting atheist suicides? Right? Because that right there, for me, kills the conversation. Until you can actually define an atheistic suicide, I don't want to hear what you have to fucking say. But her, her thing, she keeps pushing these bullshit-ass narratives. And she has these tortured-ass fucking stats. And here's the thing. Even if I was to grant her that, it's not because we're atheist. It's like it's when a, a gay person kills themselves. Y'all have heard Christians say it too. The Holy Spirit was convicting them. Right? They, 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 they felt guilty about their sin. No, you fuck-face asshole son of a bitch. That's not the reason why. The problem is Christians have no idea what it feels like to be under the heel. They've got the world's biggest support system, or I should say the nation's biggest support system. They have no idea. They say they do. They say they're being persecuted. They've got no idea. So when that gay person kills themselves, especially down here in the South, imagine every day you walk out, not even walk out of your house. You're probably getting it from your parents too. If every single second of your life is torture, trust me, I've been there. And you wonder why people take their lives. I've told y'all before, I live in one of them. There are seven states who still have state laws. That state, you cannot run for public office unless you believe in the Christian God. Now, again, luckily, federal law states tr uh, trumps state law. But there's actually a law in the books in Texas. I can't run for government office. Right now I can, but this is Texas. And as soon as someone finds out I'm an atheist, I can still run, but I have effectively put my fucking chances of winning to rest. 
I'm not going to win it. Right? So again, this whole, you know, atheist commits suicide at higher rates, even if that's true, Stephanie, I wonder why. You're not helping the cause at all. You, madam, are a bitch. Right? And I remember on one of the coffee talks, it was, you know, another tortured stat that some way, somehow, atheists make for worse parents. How the fuck do you figure that? I've got a laundry list of issues, gang, but if I became a parent, I'm already better than a Christian simply because I would not tell my son or daughter, you are worthy of hell. I would not give two shits as if my daughter came out of the birth canal with one eye smack dab in the middle of her fucking forehead, fucking tragically deformed. I'm going to look at my daughter and I'm going to tell you, you are perfect. You are perfect for no other reason because me and your mama made you. Christians have healthy fucking kids and teach them if you do not bow down to this God, you're going to go to hell. Now, again, maybe I've just got way too much of my father in me, but let me tell you something. Oh, fuck me. My dad was one of the most, is the most protective man I have ever met in my entire life. I've always said, I wish I was half the man. If I was, I turned out okay. And I've heard Christians like, well, Robert, you know, that's, it's God. It's, it's God. I, I can't, I can't argue with God. Really? Watch me do it. Cause if God was real, I would tell that fucker, right? You better put your biggest, baddest fucking archangels at the fucking pearly gates, Jack. Cause if you think I'm going to go and tell my daughter that she's a cursed soul who deserves to be tortured. You're going to win, but you're going to know you've been in a motherfucking fight. I'm not going to tell my daughter that. Go fuck yourself. Right? So, again, you're like, you know, atheists make for better parents. I disagree, you bitch. Like I said, I'm better simply because I would tell my kids I fucking love them. You're perfect. Why am I perfect, daddy? Because <laughs> you're mine. <laughs> that was easy. You're beautiful. Dad, I got one eyeball in the smack down middle of my head. That's because that's where I put it, <laughs> right? You're the most beautiful one-eyed motherfucking bitch this world has ever seen. Now you get your one-eyed self out there and you run this fucking world. I'm better parent just for fucking that, right? And again, Stephanie is grade A fucking projection. Bitching that everyone is doxing her while she is doxing other people. And again, the, the, the person who was defending her this morning, gang, it is that Christianity bullshit. And there's Bubba. He's ruining the mood again. I don't understand my dogs. Now we'll figure it out. But again, there is no association. None at all. That is so important that I am going to shit <laughs> on what I think is right. What's that? Gang, you hold the fuck on. All right, I'm black again. Second time the phone, uh, the door rang, and I had to get it. Hashtag I need the professional studio. But gang, we're gonna wrap this all up. I, I think I have uh, made it very clear exactly my feelings on why I think Stephanie Thomason is a bitch and why she has earned the title of fuckface. Again, I don't care if you are a Christian. Again, my girl, Lady L, that is my sister. You know how many times she and I have debated the existence of a God? Exactly fucking zero. You want to know why? I, I, I agree with what her God says. If Lady L was right here next to me. One, I don't think I'd be able to get two words in. She would have run this shit. But she would tell you, if you are dealing with a mental illness, take your ass to the doctor. And you know who else agrees with her? Her fucking Jesus. How many times have I told you? Joseph motherfucking Nola. I will never debate that guy on the existence of his God. What have I told you about this fucker? Every time he makes a tweet, it is dripping with 
empathy and compassion. Stephanie Thomason, not so much. Not so much, gang. So here how this works. Apparently, Uncle Bobby has given you two motherfucking problems. So I'm going to give you two motherfucking solutions. Marjorie Taylor, fuck face green, shut the fuck up. You are the definition of an American traitor. You, you raggedy bitch, are a racist. I don't care if you can find me pictures of her with black people. I don't give a fuck. Slave owners, you could probably find pictures of them smiling next to their slaves. She is a garbage human being. She, in a, under any other circumstances, is that asshole who stands outside of a college football game wearing a sandwich board that has John 316 on the front and the end is nigh on the back while ringing a fucking cowbell. Her being elected to public office, in my eyes, is a systemic failure on all of our parts. That lady should be nowhere near a government office. She deserves that about as much as R. Kelly deserves to be a fucking Girl Scout troop leader. She is garbage. Georgia, do better. United States, do better. This raggedy bitch is starting the America First fucking caucus. It is the rise of the KKK. Give me a fucking break. Stephanie Thomason, shut the fuck up. Damn, it felt good to say that. Gang, Stephanie Thomason is a cancer. My social media presence experience got better when I blocked her. Again, I do not care that Stephanie believes in a God. I do not care that she uses fallacious arguments. She has been told it, it doesn't matter if the apostles were brave. Because again, if you're just going to sit here and talk about martyrs and other people's religions, Christianity is about number 900 in line. Christianity is nowhere near the first. It is not. And as far as the Abrahamic God, it was the fucking second. Christianity has done nothing but rip off shit from other mythologies. So no, I don't care. Right, Robert, how do you think you got here? Robert, why were the apostles so brave? Robert, you can't prove to me that there is no God. None of that matters to me. I, I wouldn't have blocked her if that's all she was stressing. But she doesn't. And gang, like I said, I, I can make five episodes on just SJ and the toxic bullshit that she pulls out. But for me, my number one issue is her stance on mental illness. Yeah, you, you you please continue to lean on the five accounts of quote unquote success. And I, then go do research on the 5,000 accounts of the people who took their fucking lives because instead of picking up a phone and calling a doctor, they called their pastor. Again, quick, quick, funny story before I finish this off. I was at uh, the store once making groceries. And two managers were sitting there talking. True story. It actually, my dad loves this fucking story. And one of the sons, uh, one of the managers, his son was just basically a burnout. And dad just kept writing check after check after check after check. And finally, he's like, I'm not doing it anymore. And I still remember that the last check was like $10,000 or something. Ridiculous. He was just hurting and he needed his dad's financial help. And so he was like, no. I'm not going to write you the check. Then the other manager asked uh, the struggling manager, I mean, did you have the money? I mean, if that's the case, you know, I can loan you some cash. It, it's okay. He's like, no, I had the money. I was just done with it. I was done enabling his bad fucking habits. And so he turned to his son. He was like, no, I'm not going to lend you the fucking money. And so the son got all serious, like, dad, I, I just want you to know, I, I prayed about this. Jesus wants you to give me the money. And so the manager, without missing a beat, turned to his son and said, you know what? I got a, I got an idea. Why don't you ask Jesus for that money? Because something tells me you're going to get about as much out of him as you are out of me. Gang, the point is, 
please continue to call Jesus on the hotline when your monkey ass is going through a fucking medical crisis. And watch how he doesn't pick up the fucking phone. But you know when Jesus does pick up the phone? When you actually pick up the phone and call 911? Again, if your Jesus makes you take real-world precautions to solve real-world issues, I like your Jesus. Do not listen to Stephanie fucking Thomason. She is going to get people hurt. She's going to get people killed. Gang, I've held you long enough. The big guy is signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go.